You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 171 of Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast. I'm your host, uh, as usual, Sinan Shorting, live from New York City. And I'm rolling solo today. Um, most of you guys know what. You know what? I'm going to dispense with all the uh, formalities this, this time around. We all know why I'm here alone. Nobody wants to talk about this. I doubt there are even be that many listeners this episode. This is a time in our lives few of us are going to want to relive. But just for the sake of posterity, for the diehards, um, I'm I'm here. (laughs) Um, So yeah, let's let's talk about what, what we all probably have already seen or at least heard about. Besiktas played against... Fati Karagumruk, a side that is nothing but um, predictable, I guess we could say. Let's talk about, I guess, what they were doing coming into this match. So, last week they were victorious in a big way against Gensler really as well. 5-1, to one, uh, locking Gensler into pretty much relegation zone. Um, but before that, only a week before that, in Konya, they lost 5-1. to one. Uh, before that, they drew Antalya 2-2. Two to two. The Iron Gate relented, but they also scored twice, Antalya there. But then prior to that, they lost to Trabzon 2-0. Uh, and then before that, they drew Guztepe 1-1, one one. an important team to mention. Operation is in effect as of right now. Uh, but so, very undecidedly... Uh, I guess we could say mixed results, right? Like you can't really say what's going on with this team. They're a wild card, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that they are managed by... Uh, they're managed in a very strange way, to be honest, 100%. They have a, a 31-year-old Italian manager who... Uh, you know, this is his first gig. He was a goalkeeper coach in Italy, for like Sassuolo or something like that. And now he is the... Um, the coach of, of Karagumruk, somehow. Um, ah, there it is. It's Francesco Farioli. Um, he was previously the assistant coach with Alanya Spor, so that was his biggest gig before this. So, you know, I think I had sort of written them off, but then right before the match, I kind of remembered this, this sort of aspect of theirs and that, you know, they were always going to be a wild card at the very least. And sure enough, they threw up a surprise. I'm going to do this short. I'm going to be brief, folks. Because, again, I don't think anyone wants to really rehash what happened here. Um, so, let's talk about what happened here, shall we? Besiktas was at home in, in a must-win match, obviously. Or at least draw. Um, 
against this fighting Kyra Gumruk side, who, to be fair to them, has had a somewhat successful year to date, you know, especially considering that they're, they're right for fresh up from promotion. Uh, and they came into this match in, I believe, ninth place. So they had a lot of sort of uh, unexpected success this year, I guess we could say. But, um, you know, nonetheless, I don't think anyone would have expected us not to be able to beat them uh, despite all of that. You know, they were, I've, I had joked all year they were the kings of Istanbul because they had a really good start to the year, ironically, uh, before things sort of fell apart for them. But anyway, so during during this match, I guess I'll mention because it's not relevant to ours, Rize tapped Gaziantep, who had been ahead of them in the table. So, I mean, I guess they had the opportunity to slide up into 8th place, which doesn't do much for them. Frankly, it doesn't do anything for them. But uh, that would be their, you know, opportunity, I guess. Um, I, I guess enough about them. Sorry, there's construction in the background. Can't do anything about that. So if you do hear that, my apologies. Hopefully the, uh, the music will cover it up as best, as much as it can. Um, anyway. So. 20th minute was like the first action. Oh, whoops. I forgot about the lineups. Oh, jeez. What a mess this, what this episode is. Uh, so yeah, let's just quickly mention Ersin Desanoglu in the goal, Wellington and Vida on the back line, and Sakala and Rosier on the flanks. Nedjip and Joseph Dosouza in the back of our midfield. Of course, Atiba had a yellow card suspension. Uh, Adim Yayic was up ahead of them in the number 10 slot, as he tends to be. Rashid Ghazal and Georges Kevin and Kudu were on our wings, and Kyle Laren alone up front. Um, you know, not the ideal sole striker uh, so, so far in our experience, with the exception perhaps of whatever happened in Hatay, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Let's not relive good times when we have so many bad times to stew in. Uh, anyway, so that was our lineup. I'm not going to do Fatih Karagum Rooks. Uh, yeah, they have a lot of fun Italian players, yada, yada, yada. I mentioned it in the last episode where we talked about them you know, in our first match of the season. I'm not going to do it again. Sorry, folks. I just don't care enough about them at this point. And I, uh, you know, just want to get through this freaking episode. <laughs> uh, uh, of note, I should mention that in our previous match with them, we played them January 21st uh, and beat them 4-1 to one on the road. Um, so, you know, again, who wants to talk about good times when we have so many bad times to reminisce on? Um, so let's let's do it. So again, I started talking about this. Twentieth minute was the first real action. I think we took the the incentive initially. It looked like we might get off to a good start. Although at the same time, you could see shaky legs. The nerves were getting to us as they've been for a few matches now. I was joking with the in our group chat that even against Hatay, you could see the nerves. You know, even a, until maybe our third goal there. But um, yeah, that's that's where we were. Uh, Nkudu shot he had one that go that went just wide in the 20th minute from from distance it looked like it could have gone in that was our first real threat our next real threat Nkudu sent in cleverly with the outside of his foot going forward kind of quaresma like quaresmatic if you will uh, he found Adem Ljajic on a, on a useful run going forward and Ljajic was brought down um, 
terribly brought down, you could say. I, I think it was Zukanovic who brought him down. I'm not exactly sure. One of their, their central defenders. I don't think it was Roko. Um, but so, yeah, Adem Ljajic was brought down kind of roughly, but at the same time, not really. Like I, I don't think anyone felt like it was definitely a penalty or even maybe a penalty. Uh, but at the same time... You know, we definitely had a good chance. I think Adem Ljajic probably should have passed it when he first had the opportunity. There were a number of guys racing forward along the right side in the way of Kyle Lahren and Rashid Ghazal, who definitely come to mind. Um, and Rashid Ghazal was a little disappointed he didn't get a pass until he realized that Adem Ljajic was down for the count. Adem Ljajic was down for the count. He was injured by the tackle, and it looked bad. So there we would have our first substitution. Uh, and one that we very much did not want to have to make by any stretch. Uh, but so yeah, it was Bernard Mensa who'd come in in the 38th minute. And still shell-shocked, stunned by events. Um, just four minutes later, uh, and, and pretty much on the next bit of action, um, completely against the run of play, their first, you know, really their first kind of foray forward, I would say. Um... Lukas Bilia would find Balkovic, who would slide Bertolacci in perfectly, honestly, and he would just net it in easily around Ersin for their first goal of the match. We are losing nil to one. And just two minutes later, I'm not gonna even talk about it. Two minutes later, Wellington saves our butts and Dow almost strikes again. Uh, but then in the 47th minute, uh, I should mention, I guess in the 44th minute, Rashid Ghazal got, got a yellow card. But anyway, um, in the 47th minute, Valentin Rosier finds Kyle Lahren perfectly with the cross, pinpoint. Kyle Lahren heads it down, looking kind of good, but Emiliano Viviana makes a lovely save to his credit. Uh, and right around there, Sivas scores against Fenner. So we're getting a little reprisal, perhaps. Halftime. <laughs> and that's where we go in. Down a goal. Devastated. 46th minute, right out of the gates. I'm really going quick, guys. Guys, folks, sorry. Uh, I know we have perhaps lady listeners, too. Whatever. Uh, my bad. 46th minute, Bertolacci gets a yellow card. 51st minute, Endow slides Borini in, and he sends it. He skies it, to be honest, and we're lucky. Uh, although, that's what it appeared like. Uh, in fact, it was actually a save by Erson and a, a touch save that could easily have gone the wrong way for us. So, um, in the end, it's actually Erson who saves our butts. Uh, and, and it's such a slight touch with the shot, having so much force behind it that you, you, you think initially it just did that on its own. But, in fact, it was a great save by Erson. And then, finally, 53rd minute into the 54th, if you will. Domagoj Vida with a nice tackle, really good, strong tackle, uh, sort of caroms out to Kyle Laren. Um, I mean, kind of caroms, half caroms, half half assists, hockey assists, as it turns out, because Kyle Laren turns and just a couple steps, perfect ball forward into the path of Rashid Ghazal. I mean, just a perfect pass from Kyle Laren. Uh, that's why he should be on the wing. Uh, if only Abubakar was available to us. Anyway, um, Rashid Ghazal gets the, uh, onto the other end of it. Cleanly, perfectly, lovely goal. One to one. 
The refs can't take this from us. No one can take it from us. We're we're back in it. Fenner is behind. At this point, Galatasaray is running away with it, uh, it seems. But who cares, right? We're, all we have to do is get this point. Um, 66th minute. Again, we almost... Uh, Bernard Menza gets queued up for a ball from a bit of distance, but he puts it on, but too easy to save. 76th minute. A red card for Zukanovic. Uh, Mensa is getting hyperactive at this point. Uh, and doing things. Um, Borini's got himself a yellow card. Z uh, Zukanovic got himself a yellow card. Wellington got himself a yellow card too, by the way. Castro got subbed in in the 65th for Jimmy Durmaz. Um, so all of this happens leading into Zukanovic getting himself another yellow card in a red then. Sent off because of a clumsy stop of Mensa, who looked to be on his own, um, making a lovely run. So he was hyperactive, and it looked like, okay, maybe Bernard Mensa's not going to kill us this time. Uh, we're back in this game, it looks like, and then again, completely against the run of play. 79th minute, and Dow slides in Borini, uh, and Dow is held onside by Fabrice and Sakala, unfortunately. Um, and then they recover from it, but both Doma Gojvira sort of lacks the aggressiveness. He needs to just snuff Ndao out. Um, and Nsakala, you know, he decides to cut him off the angle and be aggressive instead of sort of playing Borini, you know, his man, basically. Uh, and somehow he lets the ball go through. So two mistakes, big mistakes from Nsakala. Borini sort of easily scores. We're losing one to two on the road. 94th minute would be the last real chance. We get a corner that would sort of bobble around. Bernard Mensa would get onto the end of it, but then it would be deflected out of bounds for another corner and whatever. At the end of the day, 95th minute, the final whistle's blown, and we have, in fact, blown our chance to sort of comfortably run away with this thing. For anyone who uh, remembers the old Besiktas Knicks curse, the Knicks had the chance to lock in a spot in the playoffs and they would lose in overtime to the good old Lakers as well. So I just got, I got destroyed by sports today, or I should say yesterday. It was actually definitely yesterday. That's how befuddled I am by it all and out of sorts, if you will. So yeah, that was, it, was, it, was a, it was a terrible day. Um, of note, I suppose I should mention in collapse that I won 4-1 to one against Denizli. Um, Fener lost 2-0 against Sivas, and so there's a bit of uh, silver lining here. And that silver lining is that technically we're still in first place. But I'll talk about that after I go into some stats, I guess. Let's do it, why not? First of all, I should probably do the, uh, the, the sort of surprising initial one. I only had 53% of the ball here. Um, to Fatih Karagum, it looks 47%. 17 total shots, 14 chances created. They had five shots, six chances created. Um, only, only two big chances apiece, however. And they converted both of them. And we only converted one. We had 364 accurate passes to their 318. We completed them at an 85% rate. They completed theirs at a 79% rate. We conceded 40, 21... Excuse me. 21 fouls. They conceded 19. Very physical, uh, foul-ridden match. We had eight corners to their two. We were offsides four times to the none. Again, 17 shots on goal for us to their five. All five of their shots were on target. However, we also only had five shots on target, and eight of them were off target. Four of them were blocked. 
so solid defending, I suppose. We won 69 duels. Nice. To their 60. Um, etc, etc, etc. Arison had two saves. Their keeper had four. Viviano, actually. I might as well mention his name. Why not? Let's talk about individual ratings. Um, Rashid Gazal was rated to have had the best match. He had a goal, obviously. Uh, then Borini, Balkovic, Bertolacci, Kyle Laren with his assist, and Dow, and Kudu, Bilia, Enzo Rocco, Viviano, Mensa, and Sobiec. Those were all the sort of good to great performances, starting from great going down. The mediocre performances went under Wellington Souza, Adem Liaic, who was taken out early in the first half, so in fact he may have been playing quite well, considering he's even a judge to have been that high for his limited window of performance there. Valentin Rosier was also down there, Jimmy Durmas was also taken out, Fabrice and Sakala rated very poorly, uh, and Ersen as well. Um, let me take a moment here to mention, so the first goal, and Sakala left, kept his man onside, giving them the chance. Uh, and you could probably make the argument that Ersin does not, you know, he first he goes out like he's going to sort of intercept the cross, and then he sort of changes his mind too late and um, goes for the guy who's going to get on the other end of the cross, and that sort of puts him out of position to allow the goal. Uh, but still, you know, it's a chance sort of provided by Ansakula, leaving them, them onside. Second goal, again, Ansakula leaves them onside. I already kind of went through that. Vida and Ansakula sort of play it wrong. But given that Ansakula makes two mistakes there, I'm going to give him full credit. So Ansakula, yeah, you know, bad outing for him. I've been a, I've been his staunch defender um, from even when he was really under fire, and, and I'm not defending him this time. It was a terrible performance for him. And you hate to see it, you know, especially considering how well he'd been playing for us. Um, just briefly, I guess I'll go into, like, Gazal's stats, for example. Right, the goal, he had three total shots. 34 accurate passes at an 81% rate, which for him is good considering a lot of his balls are long and sort of risky, adventurous ones. He had three accurate crosses, seven long balls, five of them were accurate. Two key passes, 76 touches. He won eight duels out of uh, 15, so pretty solid outing for him, honestly. Um, he completed four out of six dribbles. Seven recoveries. I mean, he actually had a masterful performance, even. So you hate to see it not result in a win. He was obviously thrilled to have scored there, too. So you hate to see that not result in something for him. But anyway, um, let, let's just... Yeah, whatever. I said it. We, you know, a lot of actually pretty decent performances underneath all of that. But um, a loss, right? And that's what's important. And I think that's what obviously... We're all quite disturbed by and perturbed by, pissed off by. So look, our next match is against Gostepe. It's on the road in Izmir. Um, they're pretty tough at home. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's on Saturday, May 15th, 1:30 p.m. here on the eastern coast of the United States. Check your local listings as per usual, as always. Um, but so, yeah. Look, this sucked, and it's not good. Um, Galatasaray has Yanni Malatya. We have a 
plus two goal differential. So what this means is simply if Galatasaray doesn't win and we do, we're good, right? Obviously. Uh, if we don't win and Galatasaray doesn't win and Fenner does win, uh, then we are screwed and Fenner wins. If we draw and Galatasaray draws and Fenner wins, we win, actually, because uh, of all the tiebreakers. Um, but so basically what it all measures out to is that like it's technically still in our hands insofar as we have two goal differential advantage We are in first place solidly with 81 points and You know that that's that's really the gist of it Fenner is basically out of it now with 79 points although not technically So look we have 81 glass has 81 Fenerbahce number 79 we have two, plus two goal differential on Bes on Galatasaray, uh, plus 14 goal differential on Fenerbahce. If we win by one goal against Gosepe, Galatasaray has to win by four against Yani Malatya. And going on up, if we win by two goals, they have to win by five. If we win by three goals, they have to win by six. You know, the, the easiest way for us to just win this title is for us to win uh, and by a bunch of goals ideally maybe two or three so that they have to win by five or six and then it becomes you know if they can do that then we know there's some real money being paid to their to their competitor and, and that would suck but and we've been there before historically but that's just what it is that's what we have to do we have to win and we have to win by a lot just to make this comfortable for ourselves um Technically, we should be able to do it, but you know what? Like these are strange times. The momentum's against us. It's clearly in Galatasaray's favor. And let's not sugarcoat it. But you know what? That doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, it's all about what the mentality is of these players going into this final match day on Saturday. It's do or die for everybody. Everyone has that same pressure on them. They all, every, like Galatasaray, Fener, we, we all, we, everybody has us to win. Um, and it's just a matter of who brings it on this one day on Saturday and if we can erase everything else and just be hyper focused on this technically even despite all the injuries like we can put out basically the same roster we put out against Hatay Spore where we won 7 to nil, right um, we're not playing against Hatay Spore we're playing against Gustepe Gustepe has actually less to play for than Hatay did um, and they'll probably be given money by our rivals just as Hatay probably was but so we have to overcome all of these obstacles, maybe even the refs, who knows? But we can, and we've done it before, and it's just a matter of what we can do on this one day. Uh, and there's one day left. All the stress will be gone one way or another on Saturday. And like, we can talk about the silver linings if we lose and all that stuff another day. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have that kind of a loser's mentality. Technically, we shouldn't even be entertaining the idea. We can beat Gostepe and we can beat them by, you know, if we have the right mentality, why not? So let's just hope they do have the right mentality. Abubakar's out again, supposedly. Supposedly, Gokhan Ture might be back, though. Adem Ljajic, I hear, could be back, despite what looked like a very nasty injury. And, you know, after the game, the fans, the fans, like our sort of women's team, you know, all, all sort of staff, people who are paid by the club essentially but um they all had the club come out and gave them a round of applause and a sort of momentum boost you hope uh, but i saw liayat had a little arm cast on so i thought the worst but no it looks like he might actually be coming out and playing for us on saturday 
you like to see that kind of heart in a player these days. <clears throat> I'm not gonna say anything else. Hashtag we love you or boo, whatever. Look, we need all hands on deck here, and we need that, that goes from the fans having a positive attitude to obviously the players having a positive attitude and, and performing on the day we need them to. Let's do this, folks. I'm not gonna say follow us, I don't care, man. <laughs> Let's go, Besiktas! Come on! Oh, Atiba's back. That's good. So we can get more. One match. In fact, no, two matches, two cups. Let's do it. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. That's a spicy meatball. Is that good? Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.